So guys, remember what the question was. This is Saturday night. We're at Tony's house. So we've got me, Liam. I've got a bit of a got a cold here. We've got mm. Floyd and we've got Davide and we've got a special guest, Tony. Way on Thank the show. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, so nice. yeah. What was? So what was the it. question? How the second? How do you walk in the spirit daily? Yeah, how oh. do you walk in the spirit daily? Well, it's learning to see where where God is and not get distracted from Him. Really, isn't it? Like you can do things like reading the Bible, but obviously you're doing that with God, and you're acknowledging that God's with you. Um, so it's learning to like see where God is and stay with Him, and like move with Him, because the Holy Spirit comes and rests upon us. It's being sensitive to what what's going on. It's also not being distracted, like getting too involved in things that are like dead works, because they mm. produce death. Mm. So anything that produces death, it's good to stay away from it, because mm. because because like, like, yeah. So like all. Oh, watching certain things mm. certain things that that are produced like that fleshly things will lead you away from the spirit but walking in the spirit it's also like the path of the righteous as well and wisdom so it's like walking on the righteous path learning where that path is and listening to the voice of wisdom and where it's leading you on that path because obviously if you read through proverbs you see a clear distinction mm. between like the the bad path and the good path and you can you can learn to discern that as well mm. um yeah. so so praying reading the word and doing that with, with acknowledging day. that god is with you he's not far away he's not distant mm. he's actually with us right now as we're speaking <laughs> yeah. he's yeah, in the yeah, room yeah. and and um he's supposed so he's close to us because his name is emmanuel god with us mm. Come on. yeah yeah totally <laughs> it's, it's interesting <laughs> i was i have to try and I, I sometimes forget it but i I give myself like extreme examples like so I always thought to myself like if I thought to myself like uh, okay if we are dead to sin and alive in Christ right so now we're Christians we believe in Jesus that's not good that's good we believed we believed like we believe he rose from the dead and and, like changed the world forever it says reckon yourselves dead to sin that's right and so basically when when sometimes we, we are tempted and we we fail. It could be any like drugs, alcohol, pornography, whatever it is. It's it, like if we, it's almost like you're going back to that which is dead, and kind of having your way with that which is dead. So it's like picking up a corpse and having your way with that. That's how I kind of try and, in a spiritual sense see it because I got to try and make myself. I got to try and make it as not extreme but at the same time it's for me to be like this is how bad it is you know because if that happened in real life that's like beyond horrifying you know and that's how god sees it i think but then obviously god's the only one that forgives like no one forgives like god no one like has grace like god no one has mercy like god um i think it says somewhere in the bible that heaven's foundations are based on mercy um and so he's the only one that can find a way with you to redeem yourself from any darkness that you might have fallen yourself self into, but I always have to, like, if if we're dead to sin, that that sin is dead, and if we go back to it, we go back to something that's dead, and so that's why it's so fleeting, and so that's why it's like momentary because it's no life is there, mm. but as we all can confess, when we worship God and when we reconnect with God and and like and read Scripture and like it blows, I'm, sometimes I read the Word of God and I'm like this is like the most amazing thing I've ever read in my yeah, life. Yeah. Mm. And that's, and that brings life. Like you feel life. I remember the other day I was at the night shelter for team breakfast and 
we were talking about like the night shuttle being on fire for God and then like the Holy Spirit just fell on me and I felt this rod in my hand and it was like incredible and afterwards I felt brand new I was mm. like walking around like why is everything like as if I've seen for the mm. first time wow. it's like the saturation is up like 100% and it was quite this is <laughs> funny I went to the toilet and I was like it's like I'm weird for the first time <laughs> it's like it's weird man it's like what's going on it's like my body felt new mm, wow. it was really weird I was like Redeemed. but this has happened to me before like yeah. it's not something that happens once it doesn't happen no. again it's like a, a constant renewing of your relationship with God and each time the hope is that it gets deeper and deeper yeah, it's like a layer yeah. not peeling off mm. yeah yeah totally peeling, you know? but you peeling. say that and that happens a lot of me when I'm just worshipping God in the room or in church or it could be walking around where everything's just like 2020 vision it's all yeah. clear crystal yeah yeah, like yeah, yeah. it like, happened last time and yeah. even my house I'm like wow my house looks that spotless yeah. it's like a different like yeah, yeah, it's wow. a different, yeah, yeah, yeah. isn't it it's like yeah. in the glory isn't it and yeah. it's like wow just walking you're like huh yeah, it's daily yeah, yeah. like you're saying isn't it doing it daily and that's you, it daily. you encourage me daily. Floyd mm. by saying living by spirit because sometimes words some people like meaning of words it's been it's been a struggle for many long time that's why it's good to have conversations like that because mm. how you've said it now you've said it over there in floyd it's encouraging because sometimes when you read like oh being in the spirit words you think like you know sometimes the brain gets in the way what do you mean being in the spirit very simple we are in the spirit mm. so yeah. it's reading praying uh, glorifying worshiping him, yeah. worshiping him isn't yeah. it every yeah. day so wherever Recognising what God's already done for us as well. Yeah, 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 the finished yeah, yeah. work of the cross. So um, yeah. when, when the old man was crucified, because uh, it says reckon yourself dead under sin. So that's something that you like, con- that's, that's, that's like a, um, a conscious kind of, I don't know if the word conscious effort, but like a... Yeah. Um, deliberate act. Yeah, deliberate, a deliberation act is like to reckon yourself dead yeah, under sin. Yeah. And to like, so when you read through Romans, you realise that the old man was... Um, Nailed, we are nailed to the cross with Jesus mm. and that we are new creations, completely new creations. And when mm. we really understand that, and as we, it's as a man thinking in his heart, so he is. So when we really let okay. that sink in, we become mm. that. Mm. And then we like learn to walk in that and we can recognise, you know, if there's a temptation to depart from it, we can see it. Mm. And we can just like get back on track and stay on track because mm. that's the way to walk in the spirit on the spot speaking. it does require it does require discipline I suppose yeah, so like it yeah, yeah I'd say yeah. which can be yeah, can yeah. be tricky sometimes you know like yeah. it's, it's like trying to do your best to make sure that you like you prioritise it every day you know I remember once mm, so every day there was something I heard where someone said, said that God doesn't want your quality or quantity he wants your priority mm. you know and so it's like, of course, it's great if you have quantity and it's great that it's quality. It's all adds to like... How I suppose being consistent as well helps. Consistent, yeah. yeah. That becomes yeah. a lifestyle. But like, it's like if you put God first. You yeah, know, yeah. It's prioritise God. You know, if, when you wake up, even if you're half asleep, like mm. pray or something, or read the Bible. Or yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. Like, yeah. I used to find myself like constantly forgetting to do that in the morning. So I'd yeah. put like a note on the floor outside the bathroom that says, don't forget to pray. And I'm like oh yeah, go back to my room and mm. sit down and start praying. Even though half of it's a bit like, yeah, Lord, and then I'll mm. kind of wake up eventually. Yeah. But um, it's, it's, I think I find it hard sometimes to put the first thing in my day, mm. prayer, because it's just going with the flow of things, like get up, get washed, get ready, go to pilgrims. You know, it's like, 
so it's, sometimes you get yourself into a routine and then you get, I'm at Pilgrims and I'm like, oh, I didn't pray first thing, damn it. Oh, let's do it now then. But like, and that's still okay, but it's like, I often find it challenging to try and put God first, not because it's a hard thing to do, but it doesn't come in my mind as easily as I would like it to. And mm-hmm. I'm like, is that something that I need to work with or... Is this just something that I need to just put reminders down as I'm half asleep, like to pray the first thing in the morning to start my day right? Yeah. Because I, I find that it really works when you start your day with God. Mm, yeah. Like most of the time, it's like at the night shelter, for example, like I'm walking to the night shelter and I'm praying for peace and joy in the house, and then there's peace and joy in the house, and that's like the first thing I pray for, and then it happens, and it's like oh, it's almost like you set the the tempo to begin with. And if I found that if I've skipped it or if I missed it later on down the, the road, I'm a bit like, I start thinking in places that I shouldn't start to go, you know, and I'm like, and I get annoyed that I'm thinking like this. Um, or some days I even go with it. And it's just like frustrating sometimes. I, I've often had debates with my dad, like, like, why can't it just be easy? And like, I could just choose to say, yes, God, and that's it. And it's just like a clean slate. And my dad's like, well, that will happen when you're in heaven, there's not going to be any sin at all. It would just be every day, yes, God, you know. But obviously, because we're in this body, and this body was born onto sin, that it's like a constant battle, if you like, against the spirit and the flesh. But I suppose, will it, will it get easier or harder the deeper you get with God? Because obviously, the enemy's aware that you're getting deeper with God, so it might try and prod you even more the deeper you get with God. I don't know. I reckon that's the case, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I reckon the deeper you are with God, the more the enemy is getting really frustrated. And so I think, therefore, it's going to try honest, and pull out all the stops th- to get you. I think that the only thing about argument is the deeper you get in with God, is the, I'd say, is the more you're going into the spirit. Mm-hmm. And the more you're going into the spirit, the less likely you are to have fleshly desires. Mm-hmm. However, you might have like external things happen that are... That are, that are you might have an external temptation... We, we, or you might have external battles, but mm. like, providing you like go deeper in God and you're solid within yourself, mm. then everything's going to be external. It's when you, it's if you let something into your soul mm. that causes the problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the main thing. But you, if you if you're going deeper like, into God, you're going to go d- deeper into the spirit, that, aren't that's, you? That's what that, that's the thinking. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. and you, it's happened. You know. Yeah. The deeper you get in relationship with God's, like the the things shift in the state. It's like when I was into alcohol, something <laughs> yeah. that I used to love to do, I genuinely hated it. And so it was like there was this definite shift within me. And it was like, oh, praise God that he's changed me like that. Yeah. You know, I used to love getting wasted. And now I hate it. You know, that wasn't me. That was something that had shifted without even me noticing by yeah. the Holy Spirit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um because it was up to me, I would still be there with my friends, probably getting wasted. But like the circumstances happened that I was removed from that situation, out of my control, and then, and then I had a spiritual experience that changed everything. Mm-hmm. It was like, ah, oh, God is real. He is a real entity, and He loves me, and like He wants a relationship with me. This is amazing. It's not about me. It's about Him. You know, mm-hmm. I want to serve Him. And then, yeah, it was like. A difference between because I've been born and raised in a Christian family, it was like a difference between like um, knowing God and then really accepting it for yourself, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think I was about twenty four when the Holy Spirit just went like zap, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh! And I felt what it was like to be in heaven for like what felt like forever, but I'm sure it's like five minutes. Mm-hmm. 
And it was quite funny. It was actually at a youth conference that I went to with the Salvation Army, and Mike Pilavachi was preaching, mm-hmm. funny enough. And then some music came on, and I was like, oh, yeah, whatever, and put my hands out. And then suddenly it was like, boom, I was in heaven. Didn't see it, but I felt what it was like. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. Overwhelming. To the, oh. like, it was like total acceptance, total love. It's like if ever you've loved a, a woman or your parents, family, mm. or anything like it's like that, but like potent, billion oh, times yeah, more intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And then I woke up like crying, and then it was like, yeah. did you feel that? My, my mate Richard, and he was like, <laughs> what I didn't feel anything I'm like oh my gosh mm. I was in heaven man it was like really whoa anyway it was pretty cool that was amazing. Um, yeah. and that point and then someone gave me a little block just out of the blue it says here you go and I've got this little wooden that says God has a purpose for me I was like whoa mm. and then life changed at that point it was really amazing um, yeah. so it's you know, and obviously since then it, there's been ups and downs in life and stuff like that and mm. Yeah, God's really delivered in the proper downs, like real, real downs. Yeah. Yeah, which has been amazing. It's like my most spiritual experience in life is was the most tragic moment in my life, which I thought was interesting. Mm. So, like, I just started work in June 2016, and, um, like, maybe, like, two or three weeks into it, going to holiday, and then my mum passes away on holiday. Whilst we are on holiday, it's like, oh, my gosh. And then we were kind of trapped in this little weird bubble in a Sicilian house where we couldn't go back to England because you have to wait for the flights and you have to also wait for my mum's body to go from Sicily to the UK and stuff like that. But and obviously you can imagine that's turmoil, like absolute yeah. tragedy. Like, but I've never felt the presence of God stronger. You know, I'll be sitting there looking out the window like I should be mourning. I'm really sad, but why am I overwhelmed with like joy and peace? Mm like crying like am I supposed to be feeling like this and the Holy Spirit was like like reminding me that my mum's death wasn't like a tragic thing but it's mm-hmm. like a celebration because yeah. she was sold out for Jesus yeah, yeah. Um, and so like it was just and then obviously the dreams that me and my brother had around that time where we both met my mum and she was like young and old at the same time my brother's dream was incredible like and it could lead to something else but it's like my brother has this dream just just before the funeral where he's in this white room, slight blue haze, he says, sitting down. And my mum comes into the room in his dream and she's like when she was when she was twenty five and just before she passed away and like in, in mm. one. Yeah, yeah. It's like I suppose that's what someone looks like if they were eternal from a human comprehension. And my brother was like clearly overjoyed and overwhelmed, like, Oh my gosh, it's mum. Oh. She go, he goes there to embrace her and they're both hugging out and then my mum said the most incredible thing she said Marco tell your father tell your brother tell everybody that I'm still alive tell them I'm still alive and I'm like he was, he was like I will I will and he says and then my, my brother says you look happy and my mum was like oh happiest I've ever been <laughs> tell your father tell your brother tell everybody that I'm still alive and he was like I will I will and then she goes out of the room says goodbye my brother wakes up from his dream tells everybody but my mum is still alive in heaven it's like wow what a dream I had a similar dream but mine's a bit more complicated I could say if you want (laughs) (laughs) but it's amazing just how the Holy Spirit kind of impacts people and and Jesus' words are fulfilled as well because Jesus says happy are those who mourn for God will comfort them and he really did comfort me it was weird you know 
if it wasn't for Jesus, I don't even know how I could comprehend dealing with yeah. such a, like what felt like a loss. But then it was more like, yeah, it's an adjustment. She's not in our lives anymore. But then I'd rather her be where she is now than yeah. on earth. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was mad. But it was like, I think examples of when like when you think it's gonna be really rock bottom in your life, that's probably a potential for where God's gonna be like. It's going to be also great. You know yeah, I mean? it's, it's true. Kind of a very it's just through many tribulations we're into the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. So, like, tribulations can be a doorway into the deeper realms of heaven. Mm. I mean, I've definitely felt that, mm. for sure. Which is interesting, because you kind of don't want to go through the trauma. No, of no, course no, you don't. No, no, but no. then again, the Holy Spirit would then do something that just makes heaven all the more like, real. Even though you don't need to be real. it strips something away from us, doesn't it? It strips something away that enables us to kind of enter in mm. you know more it's weird yeah it's interesting yeah and I suppose if uh, you know if the flesh tugs on you again it's like maybe trying to remind yourselves of these kind of stories that might help you like realign yourself or reestablish yourself with like the path that you're trying to go which is of the spirit I guess you know um, it's not easy all the time you know I was just I was getting really annoyed a few weeks ago when I was walking down the street on Saturday night and like most of the women that are in the streets like are pretty much naked <laughs> you know I'm like come on man you're like what 17 and like that's not really a skirt is it and it's like it's in your face it's like you you can't avoid it which is really frustrating I'm like trying to like not see it until it's like right here and you're like yeah kind of go away but it's the world yeah. constantly yeah. tries to bring it down to its level which is the flesh mm. and it's like really frustrating like surely there's a way in which a guy and a woman can dress in a way that's like fashionable and mm. if you like like righteous sexy you know mm. if there's such a term um, and you know and it'd be like great rather than it being just way too annoying and I was just walking down like proper annoyed mm. I can't even go into town without having this imagery like before my eyes mm. it's like what's, what, what are we coming to in this world Lord mm. and then God was like all of them have the potential to be in a relationship with me I'm like no oh, that's true yeah. humbled yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's still, still my child yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's still this yeah. creation you know what I mean yeah yeah mm-hmm. and it's even saying going on that conversation <laughs> that they're my children I was in the bus my colleague gets over the fire, the picture I took with the fire is so awesome. And he's so anti, but it's okay. But we, we've got in this conversation about um, people with uh, difficulties and addictions, and mm. you know, and then we got into a conversation about pedophiles, and it was mm. like, oh, he says, if I mention that in the pub, they'll probably all want to murder me. But he says, What's the difference? You know, these poor people are struggling, but they're in their homes, not harming no one. And I said, yeah, it's, it's very difficult. And I was a bit... <laughs> but then I was like, Reggie, you're so true, because I'm like, and God loves them no different, even if they are. And mm. it's sickening to yourself. Mm. But with a disease that they've got, yeah, because it is a disease. It's like any other disease, yeah. murderous, you know, they get whatever happens. Yeah, but it was warped. like, but God would love them. And, and then try and say, you know, if he surrenders, say, God help me, and they'll be in prison. And then I, I thought, if I'm going to start going on that conversation with him now, he's probably going to go like, you know. So it was like a bit of a, 
loving people mm. doesn't matter what they are, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, what who 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 am I to like go that people that murderer, do you know what I mean? Mm. <clears throat> but deep down mm. God loves them. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's like, the, the thing is because of because mm-hmm. yeah. of like yeah, we're all different and our backgrounds are different. Yeah. We could get hurt by say a paedophile, yeah. a rapist, yeah. or a murderer, because yeah. mm-hmm. it might affect us in a different it, way because yeah. that's the one that's had the most impact in, on our yeah, life. That's why. So we would class it, say, one higher sin Isn't than another it? sin. Mm. Yeah. But obviously when God comes into your life, Jesus, yeah. he just sees it all. Boom. Same level. Because the 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 trauma and the effect of say something like this yeah. this thing happening to us, one of those mm. circumstances, yeah. it's so hard for us to comprehend against that. And then you have the media, the news, yeah. oh mm. this and that, should this person be done for treason, this, yeah. this, this, mm-hmm. boom, 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 negativity, negativity is all you see. Yeah. Mm. Coronavirus, blah blah blah. Yeah. Oh, let's blame the Chinese, all this and yeah. that, let's, let's hate on them. And that's that's this is why this world is so fallen and sick because it's fallen yeah. so far away from God and it's trying to bring it down and then there's less gospel being able to be preached and then yeah. hard like, and the love of God is they is being it's harder for people without that Christian background or yeah. thing to accept because they they can't see any other way. Of course, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah, and and it's. I mean, I, I love the fact that I, I know Jesus and yeah. for all the circumstances, and I think that's helped me kind of not look at the, the surface or the damage that's been done, but to try and see the, the thing that, that God had put on that individual. You know, it's like when, when people have done such th- horrible things in life, when they were born, like, that wasn't on them. They weren't born a murderer. They weren't born a paedophile or a so rapist, much. right? It's just their life circumstances are led to a point where their minds got warped to the point where they deemed that to be something okay to do. Yeah. And it's like trying to remember that if Jesus was here now, like he wouldn't be with sitting with us. He he would be going to the gay so, bars. Yeah. Be going to the uh, paedophiles, and because he didn't come into the world to to uh, to like redeem uh, those who were saved but yeah. to redeem sinners you know yeah. and you you know any anybody who's like in that kind of world according to Jesus is sick yeah and, and they need healing healing you know Hope. yeah and so it's like just to try and rem- remember to try and see the goal behind this thing that's kind of warped their lives because I've seen heard stories about people who like this man who was like homosexual Mm-hmm. Right, and he he was happy the way he was. He encounters the Holy. He was like that for twenty years. Encounters the Holy Spirit. S- something happened in his mind, and suddenly he wasn't homosexual um, anymore. Yeah. Quits that life, finds a wife, finds a kid, and he then gives his testimony. Yeah. You know? wow. So and he's like, oh, I was, and he was like, it, it's funny. It was like I'm not sure he was gay, but like properly into everything that is associated with that. But like even even the darker realm, like if you can get any darker, he was there kind of thing. Yeah. But then the Holy Spirit changed his perspective. Yeah. Um, and it's the same with all these people, you know. It, like working at the night shelters is, is a huge blessing because okay, yeah. we get people from all walks of life coming in, and it's just amazing how like you hear about something that they've done, 
and the first thought was like, oh wow, that's heavy. But then the <laughs> second one, you look at them, you're like, but like I love them. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I and you kind of want to accept them, like into the family of the night shelter. It's yeah. like you are our, our, our home now, so you're you might as well be my brother. You know, <laughs> and, and it's like, and it's just trying to ignore, not ignore, but like trying because that's something that definitely needs dealing <sighs> with. But you just try not to let what they've done in their life overwhelm who they actually are on the inside yeah. and who they are that as according to what God has made them to be. Because if, for example, I know someone who worked at the, who used to be like heroin and cocaine addict, alcoholic, very violent individual who came to the night shop many years ago and met Jesus. And then he became sober, clean and like has a wife and kid. And is like, Oh wow. Like this is who he was meant to be. Yeah. before it was what the world had warped him into being Sorry. you know so it's almost like being in receiving jesus in your life it's like you going back to the original plan of what That's god had true. intended for you, true, yeah. you know, before before everything got like twisted um, I can't stand that and that's yet. just and sometimes it just takes you kind of seeing past the service to kind of help draw that out yeah. we used to always talk about getting the gold out of people oh like you're a heroin junk addict that's that's bad and that needs dealing with but I'm also going to try and focus beyond that in the yeah. goal that's behind that you know it's just the picture of like seeing Jesus like all, seeing all this mud and then Jesus like picks out this horrible looking like stone covered with mud and wipes it away and it's a diamond you know, yeah. you know or, or a piece of gold it's a lot of people just see the mud and be like, ugh, Strong. throw it away. But Jesus goes the extra mile. Chisel it, sharpens and, it. And, and, and then, yeah, starts to chisel it. Iron sharpens iron. We yeah. sharpen each other, you know. Polishes it. And then, oh, there's my trophy. Yeah. I'm daughter, you know what I mean? I tell you. And, and for those who are saved, like, there's going to be trials as well and mistakes yeah. that we make and all that stuff. And But I always see it as like, it's like the interesting question, isn't it? Once saved, always saved? We talked about this a little while back, didn't oh, we? Oh, you know, interesting conversation. You know, is like, it one saved always saved? Is it like, are you once you're a Christian, are you part of the flock, and Jesus is a shepherd forever, despite no matter where you fall or where you head, are you always part of that identity, that flock? I like to think that, I think the Bible's. I'm not sure. If, it says something about if you receive the knowledge of God, then like, you will then willfully choose to go away from Him. And I think, does it, is that like going in the lines of the unforgivable sin, which is like if you Bless, say yeah. blaspheme against the Holy spirit? spirit you know? yeah. Obviously, I, I'm not sure. I think that's forgivable if you choose to receive him again. But if you choose not to receive him, it's almost like you're almost either naively or willingly in league with the devil because you know God, but you choose to be against him yeah. in, in your own way. Mm. You know, It's like, I'm just going there quick. I met at this... Uh, that guy, he says he spoke in tongues, Christian, and he says I really don't believe in Christianity. I'll go to he's a Muslim. Mm. Now he says Muslim, and uh, so he just follows Islam. Mm. You know, he says, you know, so it's like, mm. yeah, it's very strange, isn't it? Mm. It's like you're saying once always safe, always safe, but then there's the verse about no one can pluck me out of my father's mm. hand. But like you said, but if you 
turn and you say, no, I don't, you know, it's a hard one, isn't yeah, it? It's it's a, as I said yeah. before, I think the phrase itself is a bit funny. Because it, it, if, some, if something's been saved, it is saved, right, mm. for example. But, like, the Bible talks in context of being saved, mm. and it talks about he endures to the end. I say mm. if you've reached the end, then you're saved. Mm. But, like, so saved in itself... Right, the great saved is really, mm. a, it's just like a completed statement. But, like... The Bible talks about those that are being saved. So mm. the once saved, it's a bit of a funny... It's, I don't think the actual... It's not really the correct way to word it, in, mm. in a sense, because if something's rescued or saved, it's done, isn't it? It's a done mm. deal. Yeah. But like, if, if like the lifeboat is sort of still coming back to shore and they haven't reached shore yet and they jump out, mm. maybe they're not... You know what I mean? So I think it... I God think, might send a big fish. Might send a big fish. Yeah, so obviously, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, God, at the end of the day, um, God knows what's going to happen. You know, he's got, it's obviously the, the Lamb's Book of Life mm. and everything. Mm. Um, I don't know, I don't know if it can be, name can be blotted out. It might be worth looking that up. But, mm. but I do, yeah, I mean, God does have his hand on our lives. Mm. And um, he knows who he's going to, like, who's going to make it to the end. And if they're predestined, he's obviously sovereign. He's sovereign mm. God at the same time. Mm. But there's also, it does say, that, you know, those who endure to the end. And it says that those who fell away due to unbelief or those who were once part of us. There's lots of scriptures to suggest that there were people that fell away. So if they fell away, they must have been somewhere where they fell away from. Mm. So I think it's like we have, need to be sober-minded in, in one sense. Mm. But on, the, on one side, we need to be sober-minded and like not take things for granted but on the other sense we need to like trust in God as a father to lead yes. us mm. so and yeah so God is sovereign on the one hand and he he, he can like keep us and uphold us mm. on the other hand there is you know sober mindedness on like these things as well mm. and going there yeah. uh, um, you know you said our earthly father yeah mm. what he sees and what we see is a completely different thing as yeah. well, isn't it? So, and sometimes we look and take certain verses or might go, you know, yeah, exactly, yeah. T- channel. How, how do we know? Because at the end of the day, we're all, yeah, he gives us guidance, saving the scripture, and he says use your wisdom and everything, but at the end of the day, it's all down to him, isn't it? It's all a personal says relationship. Let's say we can rightly divide the word of truth. Yeah. But, um, so I think there are some things that are quite apparent. Mm. Yeah. But obviously, um, yeah. yeah. Like, for example, as people use Catholics, they go like, ah, oh, look at these Catholics, they believe in Mary, they, they worship Mary, and, you know, and they believe in these saints. And, it's, and then people say, if, you, if it says God is the only God, if mm. you worship any idols, blah, 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 you know, you're, but at the end, they, then people look at Catholic and go like, Oh, you know, they, they worship St. Mary's, they believe in after death and all that, da, da, da. But then, uh, uh, but then, yes, I can understand, but then you've got to look at the heart as well. So these people that give everything for their life, they love Jesus. I know Catholics that love Jesus more than any... Well, it's a denomination. You've got, denom- you've got all sorts of people, haven't you? Isn't it? You've got denom- people in the Church of England that, like, believe in same-sex marriage and people uh, that don't. Yeah. Just, a, just a clear example of yeah. that. So, like... You can't like 
It's like you can't mar a whole denomination no. because some people believe one thing and some people That's believe something right. else. That's right. So, yeah. Because you've got people within the denomination that yeah. have a different yeah. belief different as well. Different belief, yeah. yeah. So and there may, be, there, there may be things but, in the denomination that need sorting out. But what I'm trying to say, like, yeah. going back to this yeah. conversation, going, we yeah. as Christians, we're so bad in like, a, not against each other, but they try and pick these things out between each mm. other. When net picking, yeah, yeah that's yeah, a good yeah, word. Yeah. Then more like, hang on here, shouldn't we be more like celebrating l- what we have? Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we're yeah. we're in relationship with the God who created the universe, yeah, yeah, and it's, He's it's, big, and He's bigger than the universe. And to instead infinity. of like, you know, you know, you shouldn't do that. That's the Holy Ghost by you getting whacked. Oh, that's that's really bad. You know, or that person's really quiet. You know, or, do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that it's yeah. like we so target. Each yeah. other more. I've been guilty of doing that someone. in the past, you know. Yeah. No, no, do you understand? I'll, I'll come into church and be like, I'm not quite liking oh, how man. they're worshipping that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I've got to now. Yeah. Like this, this needs yeah. to be this All that talk's too oh, long. That yeah. All the coffee oh. ain't that decent. You're making a coffee. Yeah, Round two, please, Tony. And then the Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit's like... Yeah, and then the Holy Spirit's like... Tony like. Uh, the top. I'm reminded that the Holy Spirit says like, yeah, you Cute. might have issues with that, but is it going to stop me from showing you the glory of God? <laughs> it's like, uh, no, Holy Spirit's not going <laughs> to... You can't stop the Holy Spirit doing what it... Even if there's imperfections, God will use the imperfections and make it perfect, you know, Thank for you Jesus. moments, you know what I mean? And it's like, it, it's an interesting one. For me, it's like always... Um, Jesus prayed, didn't he, for his church to be one? Yeah. Yes. May there be one. That's good. May there be one as we're one. Did Todd White say, was it this, like, the foot without working with the the hand or something? And, He's saying that's unity. And something amazing about that is this is unity with the one who created the universe. Now, yeah, yeah. you think about how much power God has and yeah. what, that, what being unified with him is actually involved. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, back to the original subject. So the original subject is like walking in the spirit. Yes. Now, I I think that we like one of the things is like people can focus on sin and tripping up in sin constantly. But the thing is, I think we need to get over sin because like at end of the day, we need to get over we need to get over sin because God is more than and created enough provision for us not to fall into I think what we need to do we need to take a running run, yeah, running to... leap mm. towards the ocean of God <laughs> dive off the diving board into the ocean of God yeah! and created the universe yeah. <laughs> get so what does that require it requires us a glory soak yes <laughs> so God's given us more don't forget your arm Tony it's up to us now to use those tools you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> it's like God's, God's provided the springboard for us yes. to dive into the river. It's up to us to initiate or activate that springboard in order for us to jump in. Wow. And to be honest, it's a no-brainer. It is. It's well, a no-brainer. <laughs> well, it is. That's, how many times have Super Mario jump. How many times have I been in a situation where, like, why didn't I do this first? Yeah. It's like. If I, only, if I only took the jump, if I only took the jump first, I probably wouldn't have made such a mess of things. You know. Yeah. So. Um, so. Right, let's jump into the ocean of God. It's full of glory, life, light, and all things 
good and wonderful heaven and create the universe and there's no limits to the joy and peace yeah, let's man. have that and just jump into it yeah. sounds good man or let's just have a bit or, or do you want a bit of death and putrid what, what, what's the choice yeah. mm. bit of death bit okay that's bit a tasty death, menu bit of flesh decay putrid like, yeah. or should we just jump into the ocean of peace of the God of the life universe? where there's yeah. life and abundance I think yes. I know what menu I choose this leads me on to a really interesting question <laughs> so talking about walking in the spirit and walking in the flesh right I gave a question on the group whatsapp group that said like as we walk God obviously provides us with many tools and many aids for example Holy Spirit but also angels oh you're bringing us onto this I was going to prepare for this oh, oh, oh. can we have a part two well prepared we can if you want yeah. what's yeah. this what's this it was like hey. we were we were going to probably another time I've got because I know the scriptures that I want, but I need to look them up. Yeah, no, that's, that's cool. Because there's loads of scriptures. Because I think I know the answer already, but in another time, I was going to say about how if we believe that God sends his angels to come to our aid, which I do believe, yes, yeah. right, then does that mean that the Holy Spirit wasn't capable of helping us? Because I believe that the Holy Spirit is definitely more than capable of helping us. So why does Jesus need, need to send angels to help us where the Holy Spirit is more than capable of helping? Am I being too nitpicky? Because it could be. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, it, I mean, that's a, va- a, give, it's a valid and analytical we can, but, point. I mean, we can we say part now, two, because I've got a lot to say on this. There is a, there's going to be a part God two. God likes showing off his... It's true, he does. I've got a lot to say. I've got a lot to say about this, but let's save it for part two because otherwise we're going to spoil it. If I start, we'll save. We'll save. There's going to be a part two, and it's going to be this question. It's part of his realm. That is how it goes. It is In beyond our understanding and thinkable yeah, ways. Yeah, part two. Of how it is. Of how it is because we probably won't be able to accept it. Yeah. Our minds are too. Are not. Are, are too limited to know. Yeah, how it works. I've got a fair bit to speak about the subject, but we'll save for part two. Otherwise, we're just going to rinse okay. it out. You're going to get your theology book out. Yeah, we should. We, that would be. I'm looking forward to part two. Part <laughs> two is going to be good. But yeah, I mean, Paul talks about running Don't, the great race, just, doesn't let's it? Let's just stop it. Oh, we're on the angels thing still. No, that's all right. It's okay. gone. It's been established. Part part the part angels two. is going to be part two, which is a different time. Part two. Part, part two. two. Part two. Genoir. Part two. So, talking about the flesh then, and the waging the war against the flesh. Paul talks about running the great race, doesn't he? Yeah. He talks about, you know, and he almost talks about it in such a way that's like it's not just like a, a little 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 jog. You know, it's like a it's proper a race. race. Yes. You know. So perhaps there needs to be a sense It's also of like an endurance race, but it is a race as well. Endurance it's not, race it's not a jog, it's a race. But it's an endurance race, so it's running for a long time. It's a marathon, it's not, not a sprint. running for a long time, but, physic, but this is what's, a race, what's amazing about oh, this yeah. image. What's amazing about this image is... He just face Chris For the record, <laughs> for the record a, a crisp just came flying out of my mouth then. Coffee. Really? Coffee. Uh, tea. Coffee. Coffee, 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 coffee,
That's the proper hash. Oh, the hash. This is all in the spirit. This is not a physical realm. They are, they're referring to... Lemon haze. For the record, they're referring to a bag of cold coffee out the freezer. <laughs> for the record, in case our viewers are getting distressed right now. Hot lava java. Roast number six, rugged and smoky. <laughs> Sounds like some good coffee. For the record. I was going to say, the great thing about the image about running the grace, great endurance race, mm. right, is that physically we are, like, we grace would race. be really incapable of running, like sprinting all our lives. Could you imagine mm. from now until when you pass away, and go to heaven. It's just those who wait from the Lord will run and not very weary. If you did it in your own strength, mm. you would wear out pretty oh, yeah. quickly. Yes. Yeah. You know, I can sprint maybe for about, for the, if I push myself, maybe three or four or five minutes. If I really push myself, I'll be kind of on the verge of throwing up, maybe. Like, I, I wouldn't be like Usain Bolt, who can, well, he's only sit for about a minute, anyway, or 10 seconds, sorry. But like, um, you'd run out really quickly so this is idea of like if we're, it's impossible for us to run the endurance race on our own strength because we will stumble and fall but if we have the Holy Spirit which acts as like all this sustenance and energy that we need then it's like the Holy Spirit is like um, adrenaline that keeps pumping into us and keeps us proper going and keeps us young and fit and stuff like that I've had a situation before where I it was a horrible situation where I got attacked and then I ran away. But I was amazed at how the adrenaline that pumped in my body made me suddenly like a, a spring chicken. I was like, Pah! and I was like running like really, really fast and for ages as well. And I'm like, my body's not capable of doing this normally, but this is great. I'm like Usain Bolt for like 10 seconds. Yeah. It was like, you know the cartoons where you see a cartoon character like run away fast and their smoke is still like in place. It was like oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the like Looney Spirit. Tunes. Yeah, when yeah. The, when the Holy character Spirit's was like, it, when he goes like, me, me. Do you think personal trainers should use Rockweiler dogs to help with the training? So, like, Maybe. You get chased well, by the Rockweiler. <laughs> well, I saw, I, saw this, I saw this thing on YouTube, which was amazing, where there was this like chubby kid running on a treadmill, and behind him was a cactus. And in front and of him was a chocolate lagged, cake. He was like poking oh. at the cactus. And so he had to keep running. That's brilliant. Ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it, man. Well, God can be prickly as well as cosy and soft as well. Prickly out of love, you know. Mm. Mm. Definitely. So, I probably took you on a detour then because you were Ooh. going. To... No, it was just like. So you were saying something about the endurance race. Well, it was, it was interesting in the message because it was like, in my mind, Physically speaking, I, it's incap I'm incapable of sprinting from now to the rest of my life. I, I would wear out within five minutes. But whereas with the Holy Spirit... Cheers, honey, oh, oh. Thank you for the coffee. Oh, oh, it's right. oh, this coffee smells really good. It is nice coffee. Yeah. some coffee? Coffee. 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 A, good, a bad cup of coffee is better than no coffee at all. However, yeah. this one's a good one. So we're ultimately... More blessed. For the record, it's good coffee. Well, it's come from an Italian. Oh. But yes, it's almost like this image. <laughs> For the record, Tony is sniffing the coffee. Not sniffing the, the granules, just this. That, you know, like how um, a body, picture. a body, a body, <laughs> how how a bodybuilder takes a pre-workout before he hits the gym. That's what uh, that's what Tony takes before he hits worship at church. You know that. <laughs> you know that, bro. Jesus declared all foods and drinks but edible some Christians and drinkable. Drink coffee to 
you'd be malnourished and looking crippled and like yeah, something juicy. Yeah, but we've got a well in us. Well, that's it. I mentioned that last time as well. Like, I gave an image of a well mm. about how like the Bible talks about like the Holy Spirit's like a spring of water welling up to life is what Jesus says. I, ha- I had the image in November of the well. Yeah, yeah. And it's like we're at the bottom of this well and the more water that fills this well the more we raise up to the surface. Because mm. you know? um, Tony, you know when we went to Mogahanger mm. and we went to that meeting, the Michelle's meeting, mm. um, I forgot the guy who I was sitting with, what his mm. name was. Well, do you remember his name? Do you remember his name? He was quite knowledgeable of scriptures and uh, stuff like that. Um, so, like, he, I was telling, I was, I, was te- I was telling him about the the vision about the well, and then he was saying about the significance of that meaning. Which one? Oh wow! I wrote them down in my notes in my phone book of all the verses. He said to look up to relating to uh, subjects I was talking about, and he talked and like eagles as well. Oh wow! Can yeah. it represents <laughs> eagles. Eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Mate, I think it's amazing. The well is an interesting one because where does a well need to be? Where there's a lack of water. So normally, like in the Bible, like Jacob established a well, but it was like in the middle of a desert where there was a lack of life. So a well brings life. So if, we, if you're a well and if I'm a well. It's almost like when we get sent to where there's a lack of life, we can be, through the Holy Spirit, like yeah. a well that wells up and provides life for that area through Jesus. You know? I mean, get you biscuits because I you don't like you know, biscuits. I mean, don't do sugar, though. No, don't do sugar. <laughs> That's what I love about Cheers. the church as a well. Yeah. That's so, an interesting yeah. thought, though. Where, where is a well normally established? In a place where there's a lack of water. Duh. So basically, like... <laughs> so, like, in a desert setting, if you're like, if we... Are like wells that are filled up with the Holy Spirit that mm. Jesus has gifted us with. It's like we are like wells that will provide life in our surroundings through the Holy Spirit. Yes. Which is an interesting image. Yes. I love the image of well. I always like the image as well of like us being a glove that that's in the shape of Jesus, his hand, and we're like he comes into us and it fits like a glove, and then he he uses us and life is given and people are Heidi saved. Baker was saying said about asking God to put us on like a glove oh cool yeah yeah, yeah. I've had oh, that image so shall we stop there I think. if you want because it's going to be you can't, this podcast will be quite long already isn't it it will be yeah, yeah. And people oh, well, we're going to have to call it Baptist style yes so next to- so the next topic would have been talking about angel and the Holy Spirit yes. and, and their use and also coffee should it be banned and maybe maybe bits of <laughs> and the, the answer is no but anyway we'll still discuss it <laughs> <laughs>